Welcome to Pillar and Ground Podcast. I'm Brian Salter, lead pastor at LMPC, and this episode is a Pillar and Ground Questions episode where we seek to provide biblical perspective for today's pressing questions. We're in part two of addressing the questions of wisdom and wealth. How does God call us to steward all that he's given us? Today's episode is how God's wisdom liberates us for life. Folly and wisdom provide and produce starkly different realities when it comes to stewardship of our resources. As we saw last week, folly lures us into unimaginable loss and unbearable load. But wisdom liberates us towards secure and satisfying life. How does wisdom liberate us? Well, first, biblical wisdom frees us to anchor our security. God's wisdom is revealed in Proverbs 18, 10 through 12. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine it an unscalable wall. Before his downfall, a man's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. Do you see the contrast? As mentioned in the lure of folly, the wicked with resources imagine their security as their wealth, as an unscalable wall, and they're deceived. But the righteous with resources have security in the one who is invisible but immovable. The picture of the tower in that day is a picture of security and safety from threat or war. The imagery thus shows that the righteous place their security in who they are in the Lord, not in what they have, not in what they possess in themselves. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. And so in 1 Timothy 6, 17, Paul writes, Command those who are rich in this present world to put their hope in God. Notice that the Bible is not against the rich. For Paul is actually commanding those who are. But wisdom calls the rich to righteousness, to place their hope and security in God and not wealth. You've likely heard the phrase, those who are loved best, love best. Well, concerning stewardship, wisdom proclaims those who are the most secure share the most freely. Because when you're truly secure, it frees you to live and to give. Secondly, biblical wisdom frees us to avoid pleasure in pleasure. Proverbs 21.17 states, He who loves pleasure will become poor, and whoever loves wine and oil will never be rich. This is a play on words in the text as it really says, He who takes pleasure in pleasure will become poor. If you take pleasure in pleasure, you're always going to be poor because you'll never have enough and you'll spend everything you have to get it only to be left empty. Because of the knowledge where true pleasure is, wisdom frees us to finally enjoy the giver as we taste the gifts rather than to be enslaved to the gifts. And that's why Paul can say in 1 Timothy 6, 17, that the rich should put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. The Christian rooted in wisdom and secured by the wealth of Jesus no longer needs to stuff self with pleasure, but is now free to steward stuff with joy. God frees us from finding pleasure in pleasure so that we can enjoy what we have because we don't have to have it. 
Let me say that again. God frees us from finding pleasure and pleasure so that we can enjoy what we have because we don't have to have it. The glory of the gospel is that we are now empowered to enjoy God's creation and enrich God's creation rather than be enslaved by created things. So if you really want to fight the slavery to wealth, you must consider what C.S. Lewis says in Mere Christianity. I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. In other words, if our expenditure on comforts, luxuries, amusements is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we're probably giving away too little. If our charities do not pinch at all or hamper us, I should say they're too small. There ought to be things we should like to do and cannot do because our charitable expenditure excludes them. You see, because wisdom frees us from self and from pleasure for pleasure's sake, we can embody generosity rather than greed. Frederick Beekner wrote, Greed is based on the mathematical truism that the more you get, the more you have. The more you get, the more you have. Well, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the gospel sets us free to live completely contrary to greed with a life based on this wisdom. The more you have, the more you give. That's the way of the gospel. And that's the way of freedom. Biblical wisdom indeed frees us to anchor our security in God alone. It frees us to avoid mere pleasure and pleasure. And it frees us to crave help and hope in God alone. Proverbs eleven twenty three: the desire of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. The word desire is ambition, the hunger, the craving of the righteous is good, that what God wants. The only prayer in Proverbs yearns for constant dependence on the Lord in relation to provision when it writes, two things I ask of you, O Lord, do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. You see, wealth is so intoxicating because it offers independence and self-sufficiency. I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? And yet the one hungry prayer of wisdom is, Make me dependent for your provision. Make me dependent. Give me my daily bread. I don't want to disown you with wealth, and I don't want to dishonor you in poverty and being a thief. And yet with wisdom... Wealth is no longer sought merely to provide independence, but it is steward as kingdom capital to enrich and enjoy and extend God's goodness throughout the world in utter dependence upon him. Consider the ones closest to you in your life. What would they say is the appetite and hunger of your life? Would it be the appetite of dependence or the craving after independence? You see, the wisdom of God liberates us from the lure of folly 
by giving us a new appetite of dependence, an avoidance of pleasure and pleasure, and an anchor for our life's security. And thus wisdom delivers us the life that is truly life, as we are no longer enslaved by what we have, but empowered to enjoy it and to extend it for the good of the king. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Pillar and Ground. We look forward to future episodes together with you.